Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to really jump around a little bit, Denard. I know we're going to get into the latest with the Titans coordinator search. We talked about that a little bit last week. There's been some conversation as to what the Titans might be looking to do there, but right now it's 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 still up in the air. So we'll We'll go through that. We'll kind of talk. It's one of the things to where the the Titans are actually in a good spot, D, where we understand who our head coach is going to be. We've seen the head coach work before in the system. We're not changing out quarterbacks. Majority of our playmakers on the offensive side of the ball are returning. Still got a really good, solid unit returning on the defense. And so that really sets us apart compared to a lot of the AFC South. So we'll get into all that. But before we get started, I want to ask, do you believe? And D, I mean, it's it's that time. The big game, the Super Bowl is right around the corner. And if you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. I had a pretty good weekend. Denard, I had one parlay. I was one yard from hitting a seven-leg parlay and a, a, a like a player prop put together one. But hey, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. So, Denard, I'll throw it to you at first. Since this past week, not really a whole lot on the front. The Titans' offensive and defensive coordinator positions are both still open. What are your thoughts there? Have you kind of settled in on a guy? Are you still leaning towards Todd Downing? What What's your thought process right now on on really both the offensive and defensive side of the ball for the Titans? Well, well, first of all, I'll say this is you know that your head coach position is already filled, so you don't have to worry about that. You're not looking for a head coach. You know he's set in stone for at least for, for another few years. Now, I would say this is I don't think it's a – I don't think it's a situation right now where I would panic. Uh, I still would go with Todd Downing uh, simply because of this. I look at our offense last year, and I'm going to go back last year, and we <laughs> and I'll say this. We had the number one offense in the National Football League. So when you look at this, this unit, and if I'm looking at it from an ownership position and a general manager, I'm saying to myself, you know, do I want to build on this or do I want to go a different direction? And anytime that you're number one, when you're looking at it from a stat uh, point of view, you don't want to change that. You want to build on that. and You want to continue to keep going. That's why I would lean towards Todd Downing being my next offensive coordinator because he has worked closely with Arthur Smith. He knows 
how to call a football game. And again, you want to continue to keep your DNA. That's what you want to build on. And what better way than to go with a coach who's already there? He's already called plays. He's got 20 over 20 years experience in the National Football League. And you know, and you know this for sure that he knows the, the culture of this offense. He knows these players. He understands uh, this unit. He knows how to make these guys uh, get the best out of them. I'm sorry to, to say that, but yeah, I, I wouldn't go outside. I wouldn't go get a Doug Peterson. I would not, you know, go on a coaching carousel, which most of the time they do in the NFL, because I think you got a coach right now that's much like Arthur Smith. He's ready to uh, take that next step in his career. And I think Todd Downing would be a great, a huge asset uh, to this organization as far as, as far as being an offensive coordinator and calling games. You know, it'd be a great, it'd be a great hire as far as I'm concerned. Denard, you did mention Doug Peterson. As of right now, he is still on the market. No one has retained his services. But one of the guys we were talking about last week that possibly could be in the mix was former Chargers head coach Anthony Lynn. Well, Anthony Lynn is going to be joining Dan Campbell's staff in Detroit. Lynn will become the offensive coordinator there. So that's one name to scratch off the list. But on the 24th, there was a report that actually I saw this get this got put out late the twenty third. I for some reason trying to I guess the twenty third would have been Saturday night. Kind of got picked up early on Sunday morning. But Ian Rapp, of course, along with Tom Pelissero, said that Chargers quarterbacks coach Pep Hamilton has a few big days ahead. He's interviewing for the Titans OC job and the Steelers OC job in the coming days. Well, the Steelers have hired offensive coordinator Matt Canada. He's been in the league for a while. He he was the offensive coordinator in L, at LSU, LSU for a while. Yeah, there, two D. years so ago. Yes, he got that. He had that stint there. I'm gonna yeah. give your, your boys a shout out. I, I know. So he's only there for one year, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got he got him out of there. Yeah, Edo fired him. Uh, yeah. it, it didn't work out too well. But that's since he's actually going to take the Steelers' job. Could the Titans just be looking at Pep Hamilton? Pep Hamilton's been around, but we go from Anthony Lynn down to Pep Hamilton, who was the quarterback's coach who kind of helped get Justin Herbert going. Herbert did really well. So I, I don't know if Anthony Lynn was really something they were looking at as far as the Titans, but the, the next best thing there, I guess, if, if you were looking to go that route, would have been Pep Hamilton. But the other name that has come about, Denard, is Texans offensive coordinator Tim Kelly. And if you're like, that name might actually sound familiar. Well, Tim was in Houston when Vrabel was there, but he also has a brother that happens to be the starting right tackle for the Tennessee Titans, and that's Dennis Kelly. So, But the Texans declined that interview request, so it's it remains to be seen what's going to happen there. I, I struggle to see Tim staying, and as I mentioned, we'll kind of get into what the rest of the AFC South is looking at because right now the Titans got a really good shot to repeat in the division. Um, but it doesn't look as though Deshaun Watson is going to be in Houston next year, which is crazy to think. I, I don't think I would have been talking about that six months of, of how bad things would have to deteriorate there. But with that being the case, if the Titans, I, I want to say, um, like, it's just weird. Like Albert Breer uh, was, was talking about how, you know, if, if the Titans are kind of looking to go the, the route with Tim Kelly, I mean, eventually, if he gets 
let go with the rest of that staff. I, it's just weird. I, I don't, I don't understand. I, I know not letting the Titans interview if you're the Texans because that's your division rival. But for them to even block letting him interview with the Steelers, is this some chance to where they think like we're going to hold on to him? We think Deshaun's on good terms with him, and it's kind of like our last play to do it. But I mean, if you hold out long enough and they get a new coaching staff in, there's a chance that Tim Kelly's let go. And if the Titans are looking to go that route, but the problem is if you're the Titans and you wait that long, you could miss out on other people if for some reason they retain the services of Tim Kelly. So it's just a revolving door right there. We're still kind of waiting to see how things play out. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, but that's that's kind of where we are on the offensive coordinator search. And I, I don't really have a sense of what the Titans' timeline looks like here. Are they kind of getting to a point where they're like, all right, we need to speed this process up, or they're content waiting. I don't know. Uh, Arthur Smith, Titans former offensive coordinator, he's taking four former Titans assistants with him, none that were assistant coaches right now for the 2020 season. So he's starting to piece together his system um, of, of coaches. We mentioned last week, D, when we talked that former Titans defensive coordinator Dean Pease is going with Arthur, and he's going to retain that title as well and be the looks like the the head of the defense there. Colin plays as their defensive coordinator down in Atlanta. But, D, do you have any thoughts on the defensive coordinator situation for the Titans? Because I, I personally, I've, I've not heard much as it relates to what they plan on doing in that route outside of they had that interview with Terrell Austin about a week and a half ago. No, you know why? Because we'll sit here all day and we'll mention about a thousand names and out of the thousand names, not not one of the guys that we mentioned would probably be hired. <laughs> That's the <laughs> way it works in the National Football League. And this is a case where I think we need to leave this monster alone because, you know, the way it works, unfortunately, every year uh, there's a coaching carousel. We've seen it so far this year, especially in the AFC South. And I guess that's what we're going to transition to next. But, you know, there's a lot of great names. There's not one better than the other. It really just depends on the organization saying which direction do we want to go. And you can give your opinion I, and I can give you my opinion. But at the end of the day, all the guys that we just mentioned will not even probably be a part of this organization for now and years to come. The guy that I like, as I mentioned last week, I kept thinking about it, and I think would be a great hire if you want to go out and you're not really sold on, you know, a guy like Jim Haslin, who has the experience, who has been a head coach in the National Football League for the Saints. Uh, he has nearly 30 years in the National Football League. He's being a he's been a defensive coordinator for the Steelers, especially in the days. Uh, when I used to play, Jim Haslin had that defensive unit rolling down in Pittsburgh. But again, I, I like Chris Richard. You know, Chris Richard, if you don't know, he was a passing game coordinator when the Legion of Boom was basically, uh, by many considers, probably one of the greatest secondary ever, ever assembled by any team in the National Football League between 2015 and 2018. And then he went to join that staff in Dallas. And well, it didn't work work out quite well. But one of the things that I love about Chris Richard is he's a young guy. He's only 41 years old. His his specialty is secondary. I truly believe if you got a unit last year, um, as far as your defensive unit and your Achilles heel was your secondary, maybe you need to go out there and find a, a coach that really uh, can help put the secondary uh, in a position to make plays because that's really what it's all about. 
and as I mentioned, as I alluded to earlier in our podcast, our podcast uh, last week about uh, Matt Patricia, I said to Titans fans, don't look at his uh, head coaching uh, numbers and say, "Woo, you know, we don't want that. No, 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 no. That's not the way it works in this league, because in order to get a head coaching job, usually that means you you was a good coordinator. You know, they're not going to hire. Uh, very rare does a team hire a guy without any coordinator experience. They want us like a Doug Peterson, or as you can see, who's going to New York and Robert Saleh. They want somebody that knows how to call a game. They're looking for what is lacking on our side, like the Jets. They look at their defensive unit and say, listen, we need to go out and get a defensive-minded coach. You look at the Falcons. They were hurting last year on offense. They look abysmal at times, so you go out, and you get a great coach like Arthur Smith, a young guy that can come in and help, you know, basically add some life or value to Matt Ryan's career and get that offensive going. So it just depends on really what the organization is looking for. I like Chris Richard. I like Todd Downing. I think that'd be two great coordinators. And to my former uh, coach, Anthony Lynn, a Lynn, I can call him by the first letter, uh, uh, of his name because I know Anthony quite well. He was a special team coordinator at Denver when I was there. So I'm very familiar with A-Land. I know his son quite well, who used to play for the Jets when he came out of Penn State. And so all these guys, they're here in the National Football League for a reason. It's because they have experience and they can coach. It just, there's no one coach better than the other. I, I hate when people, they try to talk about Bill Belichick as being the greatest. Well, Tom Brady's gone, and it looked like Bill Belichick went back to the coach that we saw in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so it just depends on really the pieces that you have around you, and it's just being able to put guys in place. And it also it, it depends on chemistry. Chemistry is everything, you know. And if you're Tennessee right now, you know, you're saying to yourself, what do we want? What do we want in our defensive unit? I'm, I'm sure right now, you know, General Manager John Robinson, he's sitting there with uh, Mrs. Adams and, and, and that's, you know, with the owners and, and the president. And they're just sitting back saying, you know, which direction do we want to go with our defensive unit? Offensively, we're pretty good. We finished number one in the National Football League. Defensively, oh, there's 32 teams in the league and we finished dead last and getting on getting off the field on third down, which is probably what cost us and uh, getting, you know, making a trip down to Tampa. So what you got to do. It's just at the end of the day, say, you know what, just go hire, hire what you feel like is best for your team. What, what do you feel like is good? For me, I think Chris Rashad would be a great coach. You know, I just kind of thought about it, but I mean, you mentioned like what John Robinson, Mike Rabel, they're going through right now. This week is the Senior Bowl festivity. So those guys are probably down in Mobile getting ready for all of that. I know yeah. they've been post not not the Titans necessarily but I've just seen a lot of stuff come out there as far as how some of these guys are doing as far as measurements just crisp in their routes technique just all, all that type of stuff man so but hey talking about a new year it's going to be a new year in the AFC South and there is a lot of shakeup and really the Titans are one of the few teams I know we talked about the coordinator search but outside of that Compared to everyone else, Titans are in a relatively good position. But, hey, with a new year comes tons of new big games in sports. With big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs, 
the I about said the Patriots, but it's the Buccaneers now. Got to get ready for that. But hey, visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. So try out the snack pack combo featuring small plates with big flavors. We're talking the mini beef Wellington steak, burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. D, I can see your mouth is watering as I'm talking about this, but hey, every order is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Basically every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. Angie's list is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Nara teased it right before we got into talking about Kansas City Steaks, which now I'm hungry and I want to go eat. But hey, um, the AFC South, I don't even know where to begin here. Um, I guess I'll start with the Jaguars. Uh oh, you gonna start with who? The Jaguars. The ja- Jacksonville Duval County Jacksonville Jaguars. You gonna start with? Yeah, they're not gonna and be drafting you what, your when boy. When you start with them, uh, hey, don't you, hey, don't start with me about Mac Jones now because I've reached through this computer. We're gonna have a fight. But that's who. You know what, Davey? I feel the connection. ESP, ESP, me and you right now. I, I'm reading your mind. I knew you were gonna start with Jacksonville, but. Before you start with the Jaguars, there's a name that you need to mention. If you don't mention this name, Davey, I will, I promise you, I'm getting off this, uh, this podcast. So when you mention Jacksonville, I want to hear one name first before okay. you start talking about hmm. it. Oh, before I started, they can't just happen to be, I, I don't know exactly where you're, where you're wanting me to go with this one, if I'm being honest. How I about, g- give me, give me 30 seconds in, and if I haven't said the name, then you can come at me, okay? Okay. All right. Right now with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Urban Meyer. There you go. No, that's okay. Well, that was that was very like, simple. Uh, that, that was, like that, was that was wanted. super simple. I didn't know uh, that. I, th- you, you I thought there amazing. was some obscure name you were waiting uh, for me to drop, and I'll I was just like, you, "Oh god, you're amazing." You know what? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm, I'm going out right now and get you a Valentine's Day gift. It is right around the corner, D. Yeah, I'm getting right. some. I don't know I'll, what I'm gonna get you. And don't hold your breath. You know, right? <laughs> but I get something. <laughs> but the Jacksonville Jaguars, they have a new regime with Urban Meyer making the jump from. Really, he's been in broadcasting the last couple of years. But from the college ranks to the NFL, we're going to see how that shapes out. He's getting his staff together. The Jags do have the number one overall pick. Former head coach Doug Marone, he's headed to Bama to be the offensive line coach there. They went 1-15. They're pretty much gutting the entire thing and starting over. And, I mean, new coach, new quarterback. It's going to be interesting. I, I personally, like... Denard, correct me if, if if you disagree or just stop me, but I kind of view the Urban Meyer transition to the NFL, I think it's going to be similar to what happened when Steve Spurrier and Nick Saban tried to make the jump to the next league. I, I don't necessarily see it happening. I mean, I think he's a good coach. I mean, obviously he's a great coach at the collegiate ranks, but I just don't know if he's going to have everything he needs in Duval to get it going. 
He's had health issues in the past, and whenever the losing starts, he kind of stops taking care of himself. And so I, with with that roster, it's going to be difficult to win fast and come out. I mean, some people are going bold and being like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and say the Jaguars are going to win the AFC South next year just because there is a lot of uncertainty in this division. But I, I can't help but seeing Jaguars maybe winning six games max. That's that's kind of my take. It'll be interesting. Like I mean, again, we still got a lot to see as far as what they're going to do. They do have a lot of cap space. We'll see how they hit free agency, what they decide to do in the draft outside of drafting Trevor Lawrence number one overall. You can pretty much book it, take it to the bank. That's what they're going to do with that pick. D, what is your thoughts on the Jacksonville Jaguars? First of all, you said you are you for sure that you 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 one hundred percent sure that they're going to take that number. They're going to take Trevor Lawrence at number one. You know what, Davey, I'm going to go against the grain. I had a conversation today with someone about this. And someone said to me, Denard, now Urban Meyer is going to take that job, right? He's going to, and they're, they're going to pay him very, very handsomely this year. He's got a nice little contract. I'm talking Urban Myers is getting P-A-I-D. But I will say this, and I disagree with you. I think there's going to be a huge shakeup this year. And you know what I'm anticipating if I'm Urban Meyer? I'm saying to myself, do I really want to build around a quarterback? Hmm. Why don't I take a guy by the name of Devontae Smith, who's a receiver at Alabama? Wait, 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 wait. I knew it. No, that's okay. We're going to debate this. See, you love to hate on me. That's what I love about you. That's why I told you all the time. I love you like a brother I never wanted in my life. Why not take Devontae Smith, the Hosman Trophy winner, right? Let's take him, for instance. So what we don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. I mean, they could possibly get Deshaun there. No, that could be a that could be a possibility. Do I do I risk taking Trevor Lawrence, especially knowing that Mac Jones? I could I could wait maybe until the second round and go get Mac Jones. To me, he outplayed Mac Jones. I mean, I'm just saying that 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 is a possibility. You don't know what's going to happen. Everybody has christening Trevor Lawrence. As being the savior, he is the guy that we know, we know for sure he's going to be the number one pick in the 2021 draft. We don't know that. Would you and like to make a gentleman's wager? Who won the who won the who won the Hosman Trophy this year as the nation best player? Say his name. Like uh, say it, say it, say it. Like well, uh, his name is Devontae Smith. Now, there you go. That say doesn't his name, matter. Marcus name. Mariota won oh, the Heisman. That's, well, that's okay. So the, yeah, and look what Tennessee did. They went out and got Marcus. He's a great quarterback, but we don't know this for sure. You know, Urban Myers is sitting up right now saying to himself, you know what? I need some playmakers. I mean, listen, I need to build my line. Maybe we go for a trade. I don't know. I mean, it's a big debate. I mean, who knows right now when you got Devontae Smith sitting there and possibly the number three going to Miami? He could be going to Jacksonville. Here's what I'll say, Denard. It's a quarterback league. You got to have one. I know you're high on uh, getting Mac it's Jones. A quarterback lead, but you ain't got no receivers to throw to. Is you gonna be? Uh, you got to get him the ball first. You, you know what? You, first of all, you really disrespect me when you said Urban Meyer. His first, do you know Urban Meyer's qualification? Do you know this man really is one of the greatest college co- coaches ever? You know his mind. His mindset is different. You know who Urban Meyer reminds me of? Jimmy Johnson. When you talk about college coaches making the jump from the 
having a great college coaching career when he was at the University of Miami in the early 80s. He comes to Dallas. He joins his former Arkansas teammate back in 1964 when they won the national championship down there. Down in uh, what a pig suey. Uh, what's his name? What's the owner of the Dallas Cowboys name? I mean, I know. I just want you to say his name. Mr. Jerry Jones to you, mister. And let me tell you something. <laughs> his first year in Dallas in 88, the Cowboys went 1-15. Okay? But then they started drafting guys like Mike. Who was his first draft choice? In 1988, I don't know. Michael Irvin. Okay. Michael Irvin. You don't think that Irvin Myers is saying, listen, maybe, just maybe, I can go get Devontae Adams right now, considering the fact that our receiving core, they're good, but they're not great. We need some playmakers. We can build our line. And then next year, maybe, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Deshaun. This man is known to groom quarterbacks, and he takes guys that like a JT Barrett, who wasn't highly recruited at Ohio State, and made him a great player. I mean, we right now, I, I'm just not sold on Trevor Lawrence. I mean, if if I'm a coach right now, I'm thinking Devontae Adams. You know, I want the best, and I don't, and I'm not for sure as Trevor Lawrence is the best, Davy. I know you're breathing hard. I'm glad you're breathing hard, but you know what? The best player. To me, should be the number one player off the boards, and how can I? Some some can, GMs think like that, Denard. And if, if that's the case, then what I would try to do, if if, if that's the route I'm going, I try to get a Ricky Williams type trade deal, where get this get, get an entire team's draft just traded for the that one pick to get the one player. I I don't see that happening. We're we're going to transition to Deshaun Watson in a moment, but I I think when you have a generational talent like Trevor Lawrence. And I know some people aren't sold on him, but his production was really good in the collegiate ranks, but his attributes just translate so well to the next level. The guy has an incredible arm. He could run. He has the intelligence and the wherewithal that you want in a quarterback. And, I mean, he's getting dubbed as the greatest thing since Peyton Manning. So he might not live up to it, but... I think Jacksonville fans would be more forgiving if you were to draft Trevor Lawrence and it not work out versus taking, let's say, Devontae Smith over him and then Trevor Lawrence goes somewhere and is the next Peyton Manning, the next Tom Brady, does something of those likes. That's those are the ones. Next Ryan Leaf. It's very possible. Yeah, very you don't know what's gonna happen. That's that's why we have these conversations, because those types of things are always up in the air, but I think if you're Urban Meyer, we'll see what happens. I, I agree he does do a really good job with quarterbacks, and it's just one of those things to where we'll see how it plays out. But, Denard, you didn't mention Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is wanting out of Houston. I don't think they can salvage that relationship at this point. So I guess we'll just work our way up from talking about the worst team in the AFC South and then get all the way back up to the Titans. But – Deshaun has said that his two trade destinations would be the New York Jets or the Miami Dolphins. With the Jets, apparently Robert Sala, the head coach there now, he really likes him, so he could see that. But it's going to take a lot to pry him away. I mean, obviously, whenever you have a franchise quarterback like Deshaun Watson, you can't just give him up for nothing. And, And so we'll see his possible trade destinations. I don't see, no matter what happens, the three least likely teams I see him going to are the Titans, the Jaguars, 
and the Colts. Like, those just aren't going to happen. You don't really see franchise players like that ever get traded within the division. So something to keep an eye on, what's going to happen there. I don't know. Their organization's really a dumpster fire right now. It really remains to be seen what's going to happen, but people are not happy. They have no future draft capital. I mean, is that something they could do? They could trade with the Dolphins, get two of their first, they could get their old first round pick that they sent for Laramie Tunzel, get him or get, get those draft picks, trade Tua. Apparently, Tua, his future in Miami looks a little shaky. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But if you're a Texans fan, you cannot be feeling good about how the future looks moving forward at all. Uh, they're probably going to botch the coaching hire. We'll see. But things are not good there. D, you're in Texas. What What are you hearing as it relates to Houston? Well, listen, he's, you know, I'm here in Dallas, so they don't allow the, um, the people <laughs> in Houston. Uh, we don't really get a lot of what, what's going on out of there. But I, I'll say this is, you know, he has a no trade clause uh, in his contract. And if you don't know what that means, basically, sorry about that. You got it, buddy. So, listen, when you, when you have a no trade clause, it, it, a lot of people think that, you know, that means the, the player has really the power, you know. So if something happens, then he can just basically up and go. That's not the way it works in the National Football League because he just signed a huge contract extension to 2025. Let me show you how this works. They don't have to trade him, okay? And basically, if you're a general manager, I think what people don't understand is that when you sign your name on a contract, you know, they have your rights. They own your rights. And if you try to get out of that, uh, you can't quit because then you have to compensate that club back. You know, and I was in a situation like that years ago where I actually wanted to retire, but I was still under contract. And my agent basically informed me that if you retire, you understand that you got to pay this money back and some. Okay, to cover that, they don't have to let him go. So the way it works is, is that the club actually, they really have the upper hand. And so if you're the new general manager, is this Nick Cesario? Is that his name? Uh, Cesario. I Cesario. Cesario. Sorry if I mispronounced it. But I was sitting down right now, if I'm Houston, and I know right now he wasn't a big fan of that hire. And I would basically say, listen, I want to personally reach out. I want to get his phone number and I want to sit down man to man and have a just a conversation with him and let him understand who I am and where I'm coming from. But I also would let him understand this is that you're still under contract to the year 2025. So technically we own your rights. Now you can go back, Dave, and you could demand this is like any other job where you sign a contract. You know, you no longer your rights belong to them as far as when you talk about work related wise. Now, your personal issues, you can sit back all you want to and you can demand a trade here. You can de demand a trade to New York or Miami. I don't care if you want to go to San Francisco, but that's not really up to you. That's up to a club. That's up to the ownership right now. You know, and, and they're saying, listen, just because we got a disgruntled uh, quarterback, that don't mean that we have to part ways with them. We have the upper hand. That's the way it works in the National Football League. You sign your name on a contract, they own your rights. So right now, I think what people need to understand about Deshaun situation, he can come out and Twitter, he can come out and uh, to everybody in Houston, and he says, listen, thank you for your time. But listen, if I'm Houston right now, I do not have to let you go, okay? 
that means you're going to have to tough through it. Now, you can go out there and land egg and be like James Harden with the situation in Houston where he wanted out, basically came to practice and lollygagging around, did everything he could to get out of there. And then they said, okay, you want to go? Fine. You know, but I don't, I don't see that being the case because I tell guys all the time, you need to be careful what you sign. You need to read it in fine print. In the National Football League, when you sign your name on a contract, unless, you know, you're, you're up 20, 2021 is your last year in uh, Houston, you know, then maybe you can, you know, start doing these little trade demands, but you got to understand, Deshaun. Let, let me go back. Do you remember the situation? You probably, Okay, with Barry Sanders, you know, he just retired after 10 years. Now, there was a long gone process where the Detroit Lions was trying to sue Barry Sanders. And I actually heard about this uh, from a buddy of mine because I was actually getting ready to go through the same thing. And what he told me was they don't know really what's really in detail. But Barry Sanders was still under contract with the Detroit Lions when he retired. Now, yeah, you can retire. Unfortunately, what happens is, is that you may have to compensate. They wanted compensation back. Like, okay, listen, after 10 years, you're saying you're going to leave us? You ready to retire? Uh-uh, that's not the way it worked. You still got two or three years left on this contract. And the only way out of it, unless we cut you. So they didn't release him. So I don't know the situation if they got compensated back or they worked out something on the uh, end of that deal. But guys got to understand in the way that it works, David, you know, you are You've been to law school. I know you know about contracts. Man, when you sign your name on something, you got to read things in fine print. That means is that when you're under contract for, you know, 2027, 2028, that club has your rights. So we may still see Deshaun in a Houston Texans uniform next year. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely the opportunity that he does return, even if he is not wanting it. But I mean, usually when you have a disgruntled employee and you get past the point of being able to salvage a relationship, you you know, sometimes it's best just to cut ties because, I mean, if he's not out there giving effort, but he still goes out there and it's just like he's not really giving his all. I know he's going to kind of hurt his brand there, but I mean, some people, they get so mad. They're like, they don't care. They it's their way or the highway. I don't necessarily see Deshaun doing that, but it's this is business. It It is. And so it's it's one of those things to where. If, if he's worried about they don't have a very good offensive line for him and he's going to get hurt, he's probably not going to give 100% effort as far as like trying to extend plays. I, I don't know. It's just, it it varies for each person, how they want to handle it. The agents I know are hard at work for Deshaun right now, but going from the Texans, let's talk about the Colts. Phillip Rivers just retired. You know, that's not uncommon for, uh, or on the, the coach Sorry, the quarterbacks retiring early. That happened with Andrew Luck a couple of years ago, and they ended up getting Jacoby Brissett. Brissett got him around a 500 record, but it wasn't enough to get them to the next level. They went out, they got Phillip Rivers. But, I mean, like Andrew Luck, when he retired, he retired still having years left on his contract, so the Colts still retain his rights if he were to come out of retirement. I mean, you saw that a couple of years ago with Gronk, or this year, whenever Gronk wanted to go to Tampa Bay. Patriots still had his his rights, so they ended up, basically working out a deal to where he was able to go to Tampa, but they had to release him from that contract, even though he had retired. There's just a whole lot there. The NFL Players yeah. Association, hard at work, trying to basically make everything come out to an agreeable uh, side. But the Colts also, Nick Sirianni, their offensive coordinator, is now headed to the Philadelphia Eagles to be the head coach. So they're losing their offensive coordinator and their starting quarterback. So it's just... 
complete shake up. Carousel. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's complete a shake up. That, that's the National Football League. It's it's always about change. So they that's did it. they did promote uh, quarterbacks coach Marcus Brady to the OC position. So they went ahead and hired Sirianni's replacement. But I mean, it is Frank Reich's offense, so not mm-hmm. losing necessarily a ton, but. Having to find that next quarterback, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They do they make a run on trading for Matthew Stafford? Matthew Stafford's days are done in Detroit from all accounts. I mean, when you talk about teams needing a new quarterback, there are a lot. Fortunately, the Titans are not in that boat, but there's just so much shakeup that's going to be happening for the rest of the AFC South. You should at least feel good that the Titans have a pretty good standing and should be in a position to repeat as AFC South division champions. So we'll see. D, we're almost out of time, but before we go, I know moving forward, we're going to continue to update on the coordinator search, what else is happening within the division. We're also going to get into what the Titans might be looking to do with the NFL draft because, as I mentioned earlier, the Senior Bowl is happening. We're going to have pro days coming up. D, before we go, any closing thoughts? Yes, expect the unexpected. And always remember, fans, that the National Football League stands for not for long, for players and coaches. But it also uh, is a league that it really reflects what change and learning how to adjust. You know, because, listen, that's just the way it is in the National Football League. It's, it's you know, unfortunately, guys are – in one place one day or one year, well, one day the way that the new way they're trading guys now. So you just don't know, you know? And so, you know, we're just sitting here speculating. Of course, we're sitting here. Hopefully we feel like we have an ideal, but that's just the way it is. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. And so whoever they end, whoever the Tennessee Titans end up uh, with their coordinators, I know they'll do a great job. Uh, Like I said before, whether it's Todd Downing and Chris Richard are the two guys that I would go with, that probably won't be the case. Uh, whoever it is, I, I truly feel like, uh, you know, they'll do a, uh, an exceptionally uh, good job because, you know, at the end of the day, it, it really is about the d- direction for the 2021 season. That's, that's really why there's such a uh, coaching turnover year in and year out. And that's why there's so much change is everybody's gearing towards where the Super Bowl is going to be next year, David, you know? Mm-hmm. You know where it's going to be at? Oh, gosh. Uh, I have no idea. Because that's where everybody's aiming at right now. Everybody's aiming. They want to be like two teams right now. They want to be like Kansas City. And they want to be like Tampa Bay. When it's all said and done, they want to be the last two teams standing. And ultimately, when it's all said and done, they want to be the team or the organization that's hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. That is the whole – that really represents the culture of the National Football League. Is the last man standing. Going to SoFi. They're going to be in, oh, Southern California. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they just built that beautiful, I don't even call it a stadium no more. It's like a a freaking museum, you know, (laughs) whatever they're doing. But again, I mean, that's the whole, that's the way it works is wherever the Super Bowl is being planned, that's where everybody's trying to head. D, we got to go, man. But as always, it has been a pleasure. I look forward to doing it again next week to our audience. We appreciate you tuning in. You have been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. For Denard Walker, I'm Davey Hudson, and as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. 
If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.